I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The following program is brought to you by your friends at Podcast One. Don't forget to download our new Podcast One app. Napa know-how. Get all the quality parts you need at your locally owned Napa. Because right now, when you order from Napa online, you can pick up curbside at your local store in just 30 minutes. Or get your order delivered direct to your door with free one-day shipping and over 160,000 quality parts when you spend $35 or more. Quality parts delivered quickly and safely. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating stores, standard ground shipping and exclusions apply. That little chico pit boom, Mr. 305, but I said Mr. Worldwide, and you already know what it is. Listen to my new podcast from Negative to Positive. Subscribe today. Now, part of the things that we're doing over here at Negative to Positive is encouraging people to change their lives, change the things that are within their power. I want to thank our good friends at KFC for helping me bring this to you. Feed your whole crew with KFC. Let's go. I can get the KFC bucket of chicken, and you know, that's fire. Now, Babu, you know that you could get that mac and cheese, that mashed potato, gravy, those biscuits. Now, that's that's trouble right there. That is fire right there. You know, on Negative to Positive, we're always talking about striving and achievement. And, and the Colonel Sanders story is, is a story that inspired me since I was 10 years old. Look how life comes full circle. Now I'm talking about Colonel Sanders and Kentucky Fried Chicken and how much I love it. <laughs> Listen to my new podcast from Negative to Positive. Check out the vodcast. Subscribe today. Apple Podcast. Podcast One. Spotify. Hey guys, Ryan Satin from Pro Wrestling Sheet. If you like my show, then you are going to love the Adam Carolla Show on Podcast One. It's one of the most downloaded podcasts of 2018, and they're starting yet another year of success with the ace man at the helm. And you do not want to miss what he's got to gripe about. Check out the Adam Carolla Show every week on Podcast One or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Napa know-how. Get all the quality parts you need at your locally owned Napa. Because right now, when you order from Napa Online, you can pick up curbside at your local store in just 30 minutes. Or get your order delivered direct to your door with free one-day shipping and over 160,000 quality parts when you spend $35 or more. Quality parts delivered quickly and safely. That's Napa Know-How. Napa Know-How. At participating stores, standard ground shipping and exclusions apply. It's that little Chico Pitbull, Mr. 305, better said Mr. Worldwide, and I'm here to tell you about my new podcast, From Negative to Positive, brought to you by my friends over at State Farm. I believe that to have success, you got to play the game so that the game doesn't play you. You know, the biggest risk you take is not taking one. It's very important that you make sure that you make the most out of your money, especially when it comes to insurance. State Farm offers surprisingly great rates. They have great agents standing by helping you personalize your coverage. All this is backed up by award-winning, easy-to-use technology. It's a great price with an even greater service. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Welcome, everybody, to this week's edition of the Collider Body Slam Smackdown Live Recap. 
Woo! It's been a it's been a week and a half. It feels like it's been forever. It feels like it's been forever, right? So much has happened. <laughs> uh, and, you know, I hate to start on a sad note, but we would be remiss not to mention the passing of Mean Gene Okerlund, uh, who passed away uh, this morning, as we're hearing it, uh, 76 years old. I don't know. Oh, I'm John Roca, by the way. That's uh, I'm the host of the show, and that's the CEO of Pro Wrestling Sheet, Ryan Sand. Ryan, do you know anything more about this? I, I don't think there's any – I don't believe there has been anything – Additional that's released by the company. The vibe okay. that I get is that WWE was well aware of what was going on. It's, okay. It sounds to me like they're. I don't know this. This is just me kind of spec- putting pieces together from working with some, working at TMZ and and, and seeing some of the things that I've mm. heard. Um, it seems to me like he wasn't. Like it. It doesn't sound to me like there was a rush to the hospital. To gotcha. me, it sounds like he was in the like. Something okay. happened. He was in the hospital. Okay. And, you know, like he maybe got sick or something, but not like where he, like, you know, fell down at home right, or something. Right. Like, you know, he was some kind of elderly people. It sounds to me, and I don't know this, but just from what I'm hearing, because it doesn't sound like there was a 911 call, because I feel like if there was a 911 call, TMZ or The Blast or one of those kind of sites yeah. would have already put something up on it. To me, it sounds like he went to the hospital um, and probably passed, uh, yeah. uh, surrounded by family and stuff like that. So I, I'm still trying to figure it out. I'm still trying to okay. <clears throat> reach out to families, see if they want to uh, release anything official on it. But yeah, it's very sad. You know, yeah. uh, it does sound like it was this morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, it does sound like WWE was aware of the situation ahead of time because they're the ones who uh, they're the ones who made the announcement on behalf of the, the Overland yeah. family that he, yeah. that he had passed, which isn't usually the norm. Usually, no. but I think that's why I. That's why, in my opinion, it feels like probably he'd been in the hospital for a minute, and okay. WWE was aware that he was going to pass, right. and we're just waiting for for you know word from the family that it was okay to get the word out for them. That's how it feels to okay. me. Because if it had been something sudden, you would have heard about you know nine one one calls right. and, and that right. kind of stuff. And it doesn't seem like that's what's going on here. Um, but but one thing that is very clear since his passing is the amount of. Um, not only his legacy mm-hmm. in the industry, mm-hmm. but but just how beloved he was amongst his peers. I mean, uh, you can always tell just how influential someone was in the business or mm-hmm. well liked. Sadly, uh, via social media, uh, when they pass, and you, right. just like uh, there's been, some, I can't even keep track of the outpour of support that you, there tributes and, and, and things oh, yeah. along those lines that we've seen. I mean, everywhere, everyone, you know, people that are on the roster right now saying that that, that he influenced mm-hmm. them to people behind the scenes saying that he influenced them, or or some of the some of the people, you know, like a Jeremy Borash. I saw him yeah. say, "I didn't want to be a wrestler growing up, I wanted to be Mean Gene." Um, you know, Hulk Hogan tweeted yeah. about him, Ric Flair tweeted about him, everybody. You know, I mean, obviously those ones are going to tweet about him, but it's just like it's all such positive things you hear about him. Yeah. So, um, yeah, rest in peace to Mean Mean Gene for sure. Yeah, I mean, he is my uh, – growing up through the 80s, he was the guy. He yeah. was everything, and he was very funny. And he, if you were a wrestler with any uh, promo ability at all, you would be elevated by working with Gene. And if you had no promo ability at all, Gene would at least get something out of you. And he was really great at that. And that's rare to find in the professional wrestling world. You know what I'm saying? I mean, Gordon Sully was great for Georgia Championship Wrestling, but then you look at – like, who, But he wasn't doing the backstage interview. Right. Right, exactly. Like, yeah. Mean Gene kind of revolutionized that. And, of course, credit to – I don't know who, who came up with that. If it was Vince or Gene. But, like, either way, it was a perfect marriage well, at the right time. Well, he was doing the AWA before WWF, if okay. I recall. Yeah, he was yeah. doing the AWA, and then he came with WWF, you know, in 84, I think I wrote yeah. today when I was looking it up. Uh, but he uh, – you know – you know, it's you know, as a guy who was an attitude era guy, right. um, I feel like you could say the '90s too, like not just the '80s, yeah, yeah, because I yeah. was a, you know, I loved WCW. But I mean, when I was '80s where they laid the foundation. Oh, absolutely, of what, absolutely. You know, so I'm saying, but I was he's say, essential to that. Yeah, no, but I was just gonna say he even carried that on oh, in the yeah. '90s for yeah. someone like me, where I, you know, uh, you know, Mean Gene was pivotal in WCW too yeah. after he left WWF, and so um, you know, I also grew up with Mean Gene. I think yeah. it's you know, it's not often where someone like like where multiple generations mm-hmm. will grow up with someone like that. But I mean, like Mean Gene for me was also. So, like, I loved watching him in WCW. Right, and he's the only commentator to, like, you know, get into these reality shows that WWE did or any of those other things. He, Gene was always the guy they went to. He was still, to the, yeah. to the end, still doing broadcasts yeah. Yeah. with them. I I, I, I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to write it up as soon as I get out of here. But yeah. someone shared a video where I guess... He still hosted uh, a show that was that was broadcast internationally yeah. for WWE called Vintage Classics. Yeah, I believe go. is what it's yeah. called. And him and Charlie Caruso were the hosts of it. And like that was just a few weeks ago, yeah. I believe their last broadcast. And so, um, yeah, it's it's uh, Mean Gene was definitely a, a unique presence in wrestling. I mean, yeah. also you know being a wrestling news guy, yeah. 
the, the hotlines worth, right. you know, were, were – I never called them, but it was something like I always wanted to call. You yeah, know? Like, of course. It was, it was something I'll never – the hotline is something I'll never forget. It's funny. You know, as a kid of the 90s, uh, you don't see 900 numbers ever anymore. Like yeah. 900 numbers are a thing of the past. Right. And it's weird because, like, that's going to be my, like – Eight track, I think, when I'm older, you know, it's like number nine hundred numbers because yeah. that's like not a thing anymore. Or pagers, yeah, yeah. Well, but just calling into anything like party lines, all that kind of stuff. Right, no one right. does that shit anymore. But I think that's the greatest thing about me and Gene is like, and, and I know we have to move on to talk about, it, but like this is the we thing. have extra time. Today, actually. Oh, okay. we don't have to use yeah, it, but we have it. But I love that he is able to. He was like it, when you were imitating the wrestlers, you were imitating Hogan or imitating Flair, imitating anybody when you were growing up in the professional wrestling. When they were laying the groundwork for this thing that we have now. You were imitating Mean Gene as well. Love, we're coming to you live. Look at it. And you, know, you were doing all this kind of things. And who is the promo? Who is running the promo for the greatest face turn into heel ever? Hogan to going heel. It is Mean Gene. And he rolls with Hogan so well. I don't. I think Hogan is not Hogan without Mean Gene. There's no way. There are so many people that are integral to a success of a superstar like Hogan. Certainly Mean Gene's promos with him. Being able to roll with him. Improv with him. Play off of him. Of course they talked about some of the stuff ahead of time. But you know. These guys are warrior with his craziness or set or Macho Man, Macho Savage, I was say Macho yeah, Man. Savage yeah. and the Mean Gene promos are just brilliant, yeah. and his ability to be at once promotional and offended, but also and then respectful of this, like his ability to flow within the promos which is un. Uh, untouchable. No one's ever done it since, in my opinion. I don't think anyone will ever do it as well as he did. Well, it's, again, it's really not easy to balance uh, fun with informative, yeah, while also maintaining um, uh, maintaining like a level of respect. You know, like like a you mm-hmm. d- demanding respect with, with with what you're broadcasting out there and stuff. And Mean Gene is is. The king of that. The yeah. king of that. I think everyone kind of wants, wishes they could be a broadcaster like that. Yeah, absolutely. He'll be deeply, deeply missed by a lot of people in the professional wrestling community, a lot of people outside the professional wrestling community, as well as, as Ryan pointed yeah, out I, earlier. I didn't know. I, I tweeted this right before we came in here. Yeah. I had no idea that Mean Gene was um, the lead singer of a band yeah. in the 50s. You knew that? Oh, yeah. You knew I mean, that, all really? those weird guys, all these guys did all this stuff before. They, like like uh, Jimmy Hart as well. Jimmy Hart was in one of those bands that had a hit. Yeah, and but so I didn't like, know insane. that he actually had like a good voice where like, <laughs> like, like listen to this. Is pretty. We're young. all young at some point, Ryan. Can you hear that? That's awesome. That's like good 50s like <laughs> stuff right there. I like it. I'm trying to curse less in the new year here. Hey. So <laughs> I'm just saying we're all young ones, Ryan. <laughs> I, no, totally. I was just like – it's funny too. On the cover it says – on the cover of the album it says Gene Carroll and the Shades I think was the name of the band. But then like it has his picture which he does not look – he looks so different with like without the whole mean Gene look. Right, like, you right. don't recognize him. I'm like, I, I literally like was like – are you sure? Like I had to like zoom in. I'm like, I don't know if that's him, but Rolling Stone says it's him. Yeah. And and then on the album cover, so it says Gene Carroll in the shades, and then on the bottom it says AKA Mean Gene Okerlund. Yeah. And I was like, Whoa, that's crazy! Like I didn't know the Mean Gene thing. Like you said, you know, you think it's like, oh, it started with 1984, right, 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 but right. it didn't. Like the whole, a lot of these things were all happening before, and like mm-hmm. he was doing the interviews at AWA. But I, the Mean Gene name—it's crazy that wasn't because it was his wrestling name. Yeah, he had Mean Gene b- before wrestling. He yeah. was in music. Like, I thought that was a trip. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, well, it's always fun to go back and look at the the, the background of all these guys, uh, all these people who, who established the business now. Uh, all right, anyway, let's jump into SmackDown Live. We've missed. We haven't done a couple recaps in a week or so, and so let's jump into this. We're going to start with SmackDown Live. Uh, here with all, all this coming out. And some of these things might trigger stuff yeah. that, that we haven't been able to talk about in these few weeks. Yeah. So, so we'll see what happens here. Well, you know, it comes out, New Day comes out with, uh, you know, well, first we're teased that John Cena is coming back. Returning to SmackDown for one week. Yeah, with, <laughs> with that hair. Oh, my God. Anyway, uh, uh, so then they come back, uh, New Day comes in, with, and of course, Big E wearing the, uh, wearing the, uh, the New diaper. Year's Eve, you know, New Year's baby diaper and everything like that, talking about pancakes, uh, and they set everything up, and then, of course, Joe and Hardy come in and have their match and Joe ends up submitting Jeff Hardy. Did you like this? Was there a point to this at all? Was this reintroducing people into the Joe situation or what well, do you think this I'll, was? I'll split them up. We'll start okay. with the nudity thing. The nudity thing obviously made me laugh. It's a lot of fun. It was great. I loved yeah. him doing the Biggie doing the Steiner math thing yes. where he was at, 
I liked, I liked him in the Steiner math and them stopping him and calling out Steiner math, which isn't even really – it's not a WWE thing, no, Steiner math. That's no. an impact thing. I can't so believe they threw it in there. I was kind of surprised they threw it in there too, especially since Scott Steiner's kind of persona non grata in right. WWE. Right. Like he – you know, like he talks a lot of shit about WWE and he was like not allowed uh, you know, at the Hall of Fame or whatever because of Hulk Hogan and all that kind of stuff. So – I was a little surprised to see yeah. them bust up, but it made me laugh, so I loved it. Uh, I also like them uh, kind of like listing off the plot of movies and, yeah, and yeah. That, that, that weren't what you know that weren't actually what they were going to be doing as plot of movies. <laughs> I also like Kofi Venting about how he's never gotten a championship opportunity. Um, Is that this laying groundwork? I hope in 2019 that they that they. They they they, st- they stop treating New Day as a tag team. Like they need to have these guys branch out as singles yeah. guys. Yeah. They're so popular. Like there's no reason why they, they three separately can't they can't they can still come back and be a tag team every once right. in a while. Like so many stables of all time have done that. But like they should put. I, no offense, Kobe. But I, I think it should be Big E. But like yeah. they should put one of them or one or both, but one of them at least mm-hmm. in the, t- the the main event scene going yeah. forward in 2019. Yeah, because Kofi said icy uh, opportunities yeah. and U.S. heavyweight opportunities, no problem. Did you watch their uh, New Year's Eve recap I show? I watched some of it. Oh man, that was a, that. It was fun and also a bit of a chore to get through because some of those jokes were a little weird. Becky Lynch coming in was funny. Yeah, but there was some other stuff. You're like, oh man, these guys are like. If I was high, really. Hi, I'd be loving this show. Well, so I was, and because <laughs> like, it was holiday, and it was, I, I liked it. It yeah. made me laugh. There like, you it, go. It, it made me laugh. I, the 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 part when they were kind of like it was still the green screen, and they yeah. were like, "What's going on?" When everything kind of popped in, I loved it. The Becky Lynch thing was great. I was hilarious. The Becky Lynch thing when she was yelling down at them, and they were like, "Oh!" <laughs> but yes, when I was watching, that, I was like, "Man, this is one of the most stoner things that the New Day has ever done." Like. Every ounce of it was like, dude, this is some hardcore stoner stuff right here. I I, I liked it. Yeah. I was I was into it. I would like to find out who proposed this <laughs> in the WWE <laughs> to the creative and then who said, oh sure, why not? Um, and, and yeah, so as as a whole, I liked this segment. Okay. Um, I liked it. It kind of like it kind of got us. Uh, back on track as well mm-hmm. with uh, the, the Royal Rumble. I think that yeah. like you know it was kind of like the hey, five way, yeah. the holidays are over. We're talking about the Royal Rumble now. Yeah. We are now heading to the Royal yeah. Rumble. It's we're not on the like road to WrestleMania. Trip, well, it's not the road to WrestleMania. Well, I'm just saying yet. we're heading towards the road to WrestleMania. We're heading towards that. People road. are packing up and getting their cars. Yeah, getting, getting in their, their cars. car ready. They're getting an oil change before they start. <laughs> like driving. your dad used to do. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. <laughs> they get everything ready. But we, uh, from what I've learned in wrestling sheet radio, we are not on the road to WrestleMania yet. Jamie and Kevin and Eli are very adamant against me when I about this when I say it. So, so I'm glad we are on the same page here because this technically is on the. For God's sakes, we turn the calendar. We're all going, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so. So uh, I like that it kind of like gets us back on track to, yeah. to the Royal Rumble. It was like, okay, we're talking about Royal Rumble. We're, you know, people are announcing their intentions. Even if it was still kind of a holiday episode since it was New Year's Day, I feel like New Year's Day isn't really a holiday. Like, yeah, we all have work off and stuff, but like, no one's really like New Year's Day. You don't have to go like do things with people. Like no, most don't. holidays, like you're like like for the Christmas and Christmas Eve so episodes, like it was hard things. to watch. Right, you know, right, like right. we watched them a few days right, later. Right, right, right. Um, same for New Year's Eve. Even you like watch mm. maybe watch it. New Year's Day. I did. Yeah. You know, me too. Um, but New Year's Day, you're like, okay, we're back. Right. We're back in the schedule. Everyone's going to work tomorrow. Everyone's back at home. Yeah. If you watch these things regularly, like you're back. So yeah. I, I thought it was good in terms of getting that back on track. I I am starting to get over Joe versus, versus Jeff, though. I, I think that I understand that it's it maybe hasn't run its course yet. And you're a Jeff Hardy guy. So and that's I'm a Jeff Hardy guy. I just think that, like, I can only see guys wrestle so many times against each other with without there being new stakes added yeah. or new consequences or a new uh, motivation behind one person wanting to beat up the other guy. But when they're kind of just both thrown out there into a random SmackDown match, um, I don't think it, it excites me as much, you know. Yeah. And so I did, especially, you know, I did find myself tuning out a little bit from yeah. this match, and and which sucks because I like I was. Excited to kind of like get back into wrestling, watching um, regular you know, yeah. when it's on, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, although I will say at the same time, yesterday while watching this, I rewatch. I had to rewatch a lot of it today because mm-hmm. my attention was very focused on all elite wrestling yesterday. Yeah, like uh, I've been tweeting about it all day. <laughs> AEW is happening, boys. I mean, it's a big announcement. It is. I feel like the son of of, of Dusty Rhodes yeah. partnering with a billionaire and partnering with the Young Bucks who are involved who to, c- together 
are part of the most over group that's yeah. been outside of WWE in ages. All those guys partnering with a billionaire is like a huge, huge deal to me, at least in my opinion, especially okay. because you I guys, think it's good. At, yeah, it's a big deal. I just think that, you know, yes, there have been companies in the past that have, that have come up or whatever, but, you know, I think, like, I feel like with ROH and Sinclair, for example, to me it feels like Sinclair bought Ring of Honor because of, it was like a content play. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, well, content is king right now, wrestling show good in the portfolio year-round, all that kind of stuff. To right. me, it always – it never felt like – it hasn't felt like, to me, they're passionate about it. Like, yeah. you know – and you can't say that you don't think that Cody Rhodes and the Young Bucks aren't passionate about pro wrestling. Like these guys mm-hmm. have they, they were able to do big things outside of Ring of Honor, even though they were there. Like they they, they were able to just with their 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 selling ability uh, as marketers, mm-hmm. they, they were able to sell out all in very fast. And yeah. and to me, like that that says a lot. And the show you know, had a lot of expectations behind it. And yeah, there were maybe like the, the main event going short messed with some of that. Or, or but, but, but at the end of the day, they put on an incredibly entertaining yeah. event. Probably one of the best events of the year. Um, something that wrestling fans felt like was for them. And, and I think that's super important. Like I want, I hate when I feel like what I'm watching isn't for me because I am your target audience. Yeah. So, so I think that, you know, having someone like Tony Khan involved who – has loved wrestling his entire mm-hmm. life is not just like, hey, what can I do to make money? He's already a billionaire. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. you know, it's not like, and, and, and granted, it's his dad who's a billionaire, right? right? But like, I'm like he's a billionaire, and like, and 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 I just think that like, it to me, he's already successful. Yeah, like Dixie Carter was trying to do a new successful thing when she when she did Impact. Like, she had worked in the country music mm-hmm. industry and she was trying to find something new, but she was never like a huge wrestling fan prior right. to Impact Wrestling, and that's why she went and found people who were big on mm-hmm. wrestling. But I just think that like, I think that a lot of time in Impact Wrestling, who did have billionaire backing, they never had people who like wanted to be different than WWE. It was always like people who wanted to be WWE. Right. And I don't think that this group wants to be WWE. It's also not a lot of yes men. Yeah. Like the Young Bucks, Cody Rhodes, like those guys aren't yes men. We know that about them. Yeah. You know, Jim Ross and, and Jericho, like if they're going to be involved in any way, those guys aren't yes men. You know, like they, they do their thing. You know, Jim Ross been all over the place when it comes to wrestling, yeah. you know. And so I think it's like a huge, huge, huge story. Like I think it's – I think people took – they didn't think the initial announcement of All In was as big of a deal as it was. Right. And now those same people are thinking that this All Elite Wrestling thing isn't as big of a deal it is, as it is. And I just think that it's going to be. I mean, they're offering people, you know, reportedly offering people multi-year contracts that wow. are making WWE have to raise how much they're offering mm-hmm. people. And, I mean, like, that that's great for everyone all around. Competition is always good. Competition always. motivates. I mean, WWE, their best times are when they're pushed by another company yep. or another entity to get better with their product and get better creatively yep. with the product as well. So that's exciting. And, you know, with there, there's a rally scheduled for next week <laughs> for All Elite Wrestling. And it's taking place in this, it, walking distance from SmackDown. Oh, wow. You know, t- and, and, and I just, I don't know. I feel like they're going to make some big announcements. Yeah. Like, I feel like feel like we're gunning for a, for a battle. Like, wow. I think... Are they coming on tanks? Like, uh... <laughs> that'd be so cool if <laughs> they're like, oh, you didn't like our invasion before? Now we got a billionaire <laughs> behind us for the invasion. Sue us now. We got a whole legal <laughs> team behind us. Send the season to assist now see what happens. That's... I don't know why. Yeah. I just... I feel like we're... we're, we're 2019, we're heading towards a battle. I mean, if you look at the All Elite Wrestling yeah. Twitter page, all who they follow are big arenas that WWE goes into. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a huge deal. Like, there's not a, a, another big wrestling organization that's, that's throwing arena shows. Right. And there's three things here, right? This is the time to strike after the All In pay-per-view. This is the time to strike when people are so against Raw so much so that the McMahons come back on TV and admit that they and don't have sucks. a good product and it sucks and they have to do better. And this is the time to strike as well to strike as well because people now are more focused than ever on the indie circus, uh, circuits with with uh, Impact, with Ring of Honor, with NJPW, and then also NXT to a degree. Uh, the the uh, UK and NXT UK. There's there's a lot of wrestlers out there, and someone tweeted. I don't know who it was, and maybe you retweeted it. it was if your contract is up in the next six months, you're in a really good position right now to slide into a situation. I've talked to people with all elite wrestling. Oh, I've I'm talked sure. to people who are like, 
my contract's up soon. Yeah. You know, like I got I my eyes open. Yeah. You know, like yeah. I would love to, you know, move up, make more money, you know. Yeah. So I mean like that's happening. That's a real yeah. thing for sure. And that's great for wrestling. Like yeah. like like you said. WWF is always WWE, WWF, whatever. They've all they've always been their best when they've had their back against the yep, wall, yep. and that's also when wrestling becomes its most popular. Exactly. So like I I I have been confused seeing people like poo poo the notion of this yeah. group already, and I, and I get it. They're all we've all been hurt before as wrestling fans. Mm-hmm. We've all gotten our hopes up, but I just think like the pedigree that's getting involved mm-hmm. in this is very impressive in my opinion, and and like I just think that like dude, I. There, they're gonna get a TV show. Like, oh they're, yeah, they're, they're, there's, there's no, no way. way. There's <laughs> no way. <laughs> there's no way that they've been doing all of this behind yeah. the scenes under the guise of not knowing for sh- that they're gonna have a TV. Of course, they're gonna have a TV yeah. deal. Like, of course. Like, I wish I could see some of the like some of the source the the, the the responses I've gotten from sources when I dig a little on it. Like, it's of course it's gonna happen. Yeah. Like, I don't know where. I don't know when. Obviously, they've talked to networks. They can't say a lot because they've only been under contract technically. They've only not been under contract technically for a day, and yeah. then they resigned with you know resigned uh, instantly with with Tony Khan and all Elite Wrestling. Right. So uh, I just huge story to me, and so I'm very very excited about that. So I will admit, while watching Jeff Hardy versus Samoa Joe. <laughs> It did take my attention a little bit, so I'm not going to yeah. necessarily critique all the intricacies of the match. But I will say, um, I thought the in, I thought the end looked. I, I liked the finish. Yeah, yeah, it you was know? fine. It was logical. I, Jeff know? doesn't lose face. No, he didn't tap out. No, he just was choked out. Yeah, he just choked out. I mean, like Joe's a big badass yeah. dude. Yeah, um, and Jeff gave as good as he got until the end. So yeah, I will say though that you know, and granted, I know that just like, like not. Every regular, regular, uh, everyone who views Raw and SmackDown regularly has been watching Raw and SmackDown during the holidays yeah, yeah. when they normally would. But I still think it's silly to like point out, since you brought it up a minute mm-hmm. ago, like to point out how shitty Raw and SmackDown have been, how bad Raw and SmackDown have been. I'm trying not to cuss as much on here for the clips wise. Hell. <laughs> uh, but, but it's how bad Raw and SmackDown have been, and then really not change much. You got like mm-hmm. campy, you know, uh, Christmas episode. Yep, yep. Uh, and, and so, yeah, I, I, I thought that was weird, but um, and then to start off, we're like, okay, fine, that was holiday episode. Yeah, yeah. But and I granted this is a pre-tape, but but still, we come back and it's like, well, it's another match we've seen a few times already now. Like, I'm giving them to February. That's your that's, that's your, my mental. Okay, like, in February, if that there's been no changes whatsoever by February, right? Because all these people who supposedly know better than us were on Twitter going, you know, they need some time. Yeah. They need some time. Okay, February. Wait it out. Wait Two it out. Months. Let it play out. Eight weeks is more than enough time to turn your product around, right. for God's sake. So from now to February 1st? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Because I'm on the road Noted. to WrestleMania, God damn it. <laughs> and you know, we're about to get into it. Royal Rumble will be that first thing. That, so if you're going to slide into Royal Rumble with the same old tired storylines, then how the hell are you going to fix this thing rolling into WrestleMania? It makes no sense. So you've got to establish everything through the pay-per-views leading up to WrestleMania. Okay, so, so wait. And no, you don't have to end these feuds. You don't have to wrap up these feuds. No one's going, you know what? I need you to wrap up this feud comfortably so I can move on to the next one. Get out of here. Wrestling fans are so used to non-closure in feuds all the time due to injuries or uh, issues happening between a wrestler and management, any number of things. So, you know. Can I text the group chat, the Wrestling Sheet Radio group chat, and say, Roca agrees that the road to WrestleMania technically begins before the Royal Rumble? Yes. Okay. Tell them. The road to WrestleMania begins as soon as the calendar year turns into the new year. They can he be mad all says, they want. Once the new year begins, yeah. we're on the road to WrestleMania. I'm, I need, I'm glad to have that. I have, I'm sorry to text while talking on the show, but that's an important one because those of you listen to Wrestling Sheet Radio know they've gotten real hard on me about that one. That's right. Actually, a lot of you probably watching have done the same thing. I got, I got, I got beat up on Twitter over this one before. Did you really? In the past, yeah. Oh, was I like, love it. Bring everyone it. Everyone was like, no, Road to WrestleMania is after the Rumble. You don't start the road until after the Royal Rumble. And I'm like, well, technically, we're on the Royal, Road yeah, to WrestleMania yeah. now because we're building to the Royal Rumble, and the Royal Rumble is a huge part of WrestleMania. Listen, if you're on the road to something, you don't start out at the top place on, as soon as you start on your trip. You build up to that place you're getting to as you're going through where you're going on the road. I mean, I don't walk... So we're on the journey to WrestleMania, yeah. but not WrestleMania Road, basically? It, I mean, that just makes no sense. I'm not getting in the car, and the target is five seconds away. The target... Target is 10 minutes away. 
And then I've got to do other errands before I get to the big thing, you know, at the end of the trip. And so to me, the road to WrestleMania t- starts as soon as the calendar year turns because everything leads to Royal Rumble. All the storylines are leading to Royal Rumble. So, Which in in theory is where the, the road to WrestleMania yeah. begins. Thank, uh, yeah, I'm with you. I'm with yeah. you 100%, Roka. Thank you. <laughs> okay, fair um, All right, let's move on. Rusev yeah. Day celebrating, uh, you know, Rusev Day celebrating winning the title, the U.S. title there. Uh, him and uh, Lana come out. Lana in a beautiful red dress. Looking really cool. Rusev taking center stage in this situation right now. Uh, but then Nakamura comes out, ruins it. Lana gets involved. And then Rusev takes out uh, Nakamura, but not without injuring Lana. So this is an interesting thing. I mean, we had Lana issues with Aiden English. Now we might have Lana issues with Nakamura. I'm glad that Nakamura is now the hunter. This is where he's better. Yes. This is where he's used best. Agreed. So, and especially against a big beast like Rusev, this is going to be fun. And Nakamura on Twitter. If you're not following Nakamura on Twitter, that's a fun follow. That picture of his dog as the last picture of 2018 was hilarious or whatever painting. I, I saw that. Oh, that painting uh, from 2018. That was a Weird, weird painting. But Nakamura. he has weird tweets for sure. And so many people defend him online too. It's really interesting how he's getting some crap and he's like, I'm doing what I want to do and I'm happy doing what I'm doing. So uh if you don't follow him on Twitter, you better. <laughs> that is cool painting. Yeah, look at that weird painting of that dog. That is cool painting. Uh but anyway, so what do you think about all this? You know, um first I like the Rusev promo. Yeah. That I, was a good promo. Rusev is getting <laughs> he is getting so good yeah. at he just he knows what the audience wants to hear. Mm-hmm. Like he is he he has gotten to that level of promo work where it's almost like the Miz, but in a different way, obviously. But like where he just he knows what's gonna get people to react, yeah. you know. And and you know the fact that he's doing it in a positive way now, where he's just I like that he's just like mentioning really American things, like when he was mentioning Taco Bell and what did he say this week? He said something during his promo this week about. Some kind of food reference. And I like that he's just referencing food to get over, like yeah. comparing himself to different kinds of food and like <laughs> and then he was doing the whole like Rusev Day, America. Like he was like the fact that he's this for this formerly foreign heel duo is now chanting for America and we're all into it. Yeah. That says a lot. Oh, like yeah. a lot. The fact that they can turn people and not remember that Rusev was America hating when yeah, he yeah. was the U.S. champion before. Now he's American loving and yeah. he's dropping all these like pop culture references and all that kind of stuff. It's great. I love it. It's great. Yeah. It's great. Um, like you said, the Nakamura thing. Um, I also think that he's mm. best in the chase. Yeah. Uh, he's pe- petty. Nakamura is is great. Oh, he's best. so petty. He's, oh yeah. Yeah. He's great. Um, so yeah. I. I um, yeah. I, I. I like that. I also thought, though, the Lana stuff was interesting because yeah. I, I, I wonder, like, where they're going with it. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't dislike it at all. Yeah. I think that at the end of the day, like, I was trying to, like, think about it when I was watching it. And I was thinking to myself, well, like, t- it's clear they're trying to get Rusev over as a big baby face. Mm-hmm. And he didn't hit his wife. He was. No, 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 no. But, it, but I understand that it, it's. A, they, they, was there clamor about that online? No, 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 okay, no, no, okay, no, okay. no, 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 no. But I was thinking about watching it. I go, like, well. I mean, technically, he caused his wife to be hurt, so that's like what you'd think a bad guy would do. But he was trying to just take Nakamura. But like, wouldn't he have seen the big blonde hair yeah, hanging yeah. over Nakamura's face? Like, there was a lot of like I was kind of like back and forth with it. But at the end of the day, like, it, he's he's going to be defending the honor of his beautiful wife. Yeah, and that's gonna, that, that's how you get over his baby face. So, so I think at the end of the day, it was a, it was a. Uh, effective in, yeah. in, in where it's going to lead towards because really they need to get Russo over as like a massive baby yeah, face yeah, yeah. and I think that you know sometimes Lana because people like to hate Lana stifles that a little bit in the, I agree. on the baby face side of yes, things yeah. but things like this to me help the audience now like well we can't can't hate on Lana. She just got hurt. Like, you know, yeah. like, she just... But, that, but here's the thing. Lana is better as a heel. She, Of course she is. She's yeah. just great as a heel. Her natural instincts... Look, you, you, you watch people long enough in this business, you know where they're best served, right? You know, AJ's a good heel. He's a better face. Of course. Lana, good... Can be a good face. Way better heel. Of course. Way more... Fra- and she seems to enjoy being a heel more than a face. Well, I Some think- of her promos are better. Some of her interactions are funnier. I- I think she has to turn on Rusev. And this is what concerns me too, dude, is like they have such a tight romance or tight connection that sometimes they don't go along with the storylines, man. Yeah. And that could be – and that's a problem because you can't have people dictating the creative what they're going to do. You're signing the contract. I tell you what to do. And so to me, that, that frustrates me a little bit. Lana has to turn on him eventually. See, eventually maybe. But I don't know who she would turn on him See, I don't for. think she has to turn on him. I think – 
what they. Uh, this is kind of how I've looked at it. To me, it seems like they're purposely silencing Lana because they know that she gets she gets oh, heel heat. Oh, I see. So what they're doing is keeping her like, yeah, she's beautiful. She's <laughs> yeah, like, I was wondering why she hasn't talked more. It seems to me like they're keeping yeah. her silent because they're really like pushing her. Rusev's beautiful arm candy, right? Because they know that if she talks, she might get booed a little bit because people like to boo Lana. Yeah. Like she was booed on. She, she, she has tons of heat. Like, yeah. to, you know, like with the audience, like people like to boo her, even though she's good with she, people like cheer as well. Yeah, yeah, of course, she's a great heel, and I think that you know. He is getting so over on the mic with the Rusev Day stuff and all yeah. that. that I, I think they're purposely keeping her quiet so that one day when they want to turn the the tide on being a heel again, it won't be totally counteractive, to, just contradictive to what we've seen yeah. on, on television the past, like let's say, year or so or whatever, you know, a few years while they're faced. If she's just quiet, he's kind of arm candy, but we, you know, she secretly hated all this America stuff that he's yeah. been doing the whole time, and then she can kind of like use that as like a. You've become soft, Rusev. Like, I need you to crush oh, again. Yeah. Like, that'll be great. Everyone will oh, love yeah. it. That would be you good, know? too. Yeah. So I think that's really – to me, that's how it seems. Like, it seems like they're purposely kind of, like, trying to make her, like, damsel in – Yeah. Da- like, like beautiful arm candy, Miss Elizabeth type thing and less, like, mean presence as his manager. Yeah. That's how it feels to me, at least. No, I agree with you. And it's a weird – It's I, I get why they're doing it, but it's still – because they were pushing her so much and letting – she was wrestling and she was, they were trying to – she's on – her, her and him have great Total Diva stuff that they do. They've shown clips of that. And so it's just surprise, – it's surprising that they're, they're going this route, but I get it for now. But eventually – She's gonna have to break out because she's a, she's a star, man. She's a star on her own. She doesn't need she doesn't need Rusev to be a star. That's true. And so, so to me, I think eventually she will have to kind of forge her own path at some point, you know. And we were talking, and she's not getting more reps, not wrestling in the ring. And we're trying, and she's you know the big promo, the big push there was trying to get her better in the ring. And so if she's not wrestling more, even if she's doing dark shows or doing, you're not getting the same exposure with fans, the timing, all that jazz. TV timing as well. There's a lot that gets lost when you're not actually doing it week to week to week. So I, I, that worries me about her development. That, that's pushing it back a little bit. I do almost wonder, though, and tell me right here on this topic. I almost think that she started to overshadow Rusev a little bit mm-hmm. at, at that time, and I kind of feel like they're trying to kind of pull back on that. Well, they shouldn't. But Just I, be I almost like they, they, let them both at their own. Well, and I, I think it goes back to the keeping her quiet thing. Like yeah. I don't think they're. They're messing with her heat at all. If anything, I think Vince is focused on trying to make Rusev the best baby face, baby face possible yeah, right now. And yeah. I do think that he likes Lana and he doesn't want to just like cast her aside. So I think that it kind of like they work in conjunction together. And I, I, I like it. I, I think that, yeah, mm-hmm. I wouldn't mind seeing Lana do more or whatever. But like, but wouldn't she, if she turns on him, that makes him even more of a baby's face, right? Being turned on by the beautiful blonde who was supposedly, and then but she then what picks do you do someone with Lana? else. You have her manage someone else who's a, who's a heel wrestler against I Rusev. I only feel like they could do that if they had like a really dope Russian wrestler in the wings. Fair. I, I feel like it can't Lars. be with someone who's already on the roster. It would have to be like she found a new young Russian stud. Lars. He's not Russian. I don't care. <laughs> Neither is she. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he could do a Russian accent half the time and half the time not. Uh, anyway. All right. Neither is she. <laughs> Uh, Naomi and Sonya Deville. This was a weird little situation here. Naomi came out originally against Mandy Rose. Mandy Rose, I, I can't. Corey Graves does it puts my feelings into words all the time about Mandy Rose. <laughs> that woman is absolutely gorgeous. She comes down. There's one- great this thing. Why? She knows my like. She knows my Twitter handle. Why is she sending me those kinds of messages or whatever? That was great. <laughs> That's great. But she comes out and she initially she's going to fight Naomi. Naomi does her whole intro and stuff, but uh, but it ends up being Sonya Deville. And so they go at it for a little, which is weird, kind of changing in the format. But then Mandy interrupts the match to say that she sent this picture to uh, uh, Naomi's husband, who we know is uh, Jimmy Uso, uh, and that causes Sonya to come in and get the victory with a weird finisher. Also. It's a picture of her in a towel. It's a picture of her in a towel, right? Lifting the towel slightly on her slightly. left leg. Yeah, yeah. Very, okay, that wasn't just me who thought that with the finisher, right? Oh, the finisher looked like a DDT from like Naomi. Like she DDT'd herself, yeah, right? Yeah, looked like she DDT'd herself. <laughs> I thought uh, the same thing. Well, because the move, I've seen weird. them. That, that is a move. Yeah, of but course. Not, but but you're, you're, your head is supposed to get out at the left yeah. so that it looks like a you know like Matt Hardy used to do the side effect yeah. where it's like the rock bottom but you land like on your butt type thing. Right. Um... That's how that move is supposed to end. Like, you pick him up for a suplex, and then you go forward and you land on your butt. Yeah. But she definitely 100% DDT'd herself. Yes. And I I saw people giving love to that move on Twitter, and I was 
very confused because yeah. I was like, that looked like she needed to herself. Yep. Was not cool looking. Yeah. Uh, super not cool looking. But I will say I liked her viciousness in the ring yeah. this week. I'm, I'm, I'm becoming so happy with how Sonya is developing in the ring. Yeah. And I like that Naomi is not just getting beat. Like she was getting beat by the Iconics. This is more believable because you have a wrestler who is, uh, you know, who's building herself up and having some good moves in the ring. Mm-hmm. And so to me, this is this is good the way it's going. I like this feud. It helps both of them out. Yep. It puts Naomi back front and center in front of the fans uh, and make her face Naomi. And, and you get to, you get to push Sonya and Mandy Rose at the same time. It was they're a great partnership as well. So that all of it around, I like it. I also loved on last week's SmackDown when. When Mandy was flirting with Jimmy, and then oh, yeah. Naomi came right in, and she threw her shoe at Mandy. Yeah. That cracked me up. It, was, it reminded me of Austin Powers when he's like, who throws a shoe? You know? Like, <laughs> it cracked me up. Um, well, every Latino knows what it means when you throw the shoe. Yeah. You, oh, yeah. You, you're escaping your grandmother. <laughs> <laughs> Those chunklas. Um Yeah. No, I'm with you on the on this. And I think that, you know, um, yeah, everyone's getting from this. Yeah. I like when there's meaningful things happening on the undercard, not just throwaway matches. Yeah. So, um, you know. Kind of similar to what I said about Joe and Jeff. Like, I feel like there's not new stakes being thrown in yeah. there. And I, I like that with there, – there's still – you know, it might not be a pay-per-view feud. It's yeah. not like – but it's something that they're at least uh, making meaningful use out of television time to help elevate characters. And yeah. I think that's very important. Agreed. Regardless of D2T and yourself. Yeah. Um, and Mandy – yeah, Mandy's really coming out strong here. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, no, I like I liked the segment. I thought it was good. Mm-hmm. I thought the – I did think – I like how, like – like, first of all, Jimmy would have told Naomi. Jimmy oh, would have told Naomi if she sent that, right? <laughs> um, and I like that that was the risque picture of just like her in a towel. Yeah, not that risque in 2019. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. There's so much risk um, being sent. But I mean, any picture Mandy sending anyone is probably cool. So yeah, yes. oh, it's fair. <laughs> like Corey Graves said, I-, I would love her to follow me and send me things like that. <laughs> All right, let's get to the, the coup de grace this yeah. week, and that is John Cena and Becky Lynch versus Cien Almas and Zelina Vega. I didn't see this coming at all. This was incredible. Becky coming out, going back and forth with John. And kudos to Cena. Look, you want to bash Cena all you want. I get it. I used to bash Cena. I used to hate him. But you, as, a, as, a, as an observer, you know, objective observer of professional wrestling, this was genius of John to put Becky over. This puts Becky over. You have someone like Cena. She makes fun. He's willing to get made fun of. He's willing to go with the crowd. And then willing to have Becky kind of push him out of the ring and do whatever and, and get the armbar. This helps Becky all around. And Becky was playing to the fans this time. So more and more she's becoming the Stone Cold type heel that, oh, yeah. or face rather that people were talking about or the tweener. And I enjoyed it with this. And you also get she had almost up against Cena. You get Vega more, Selena more uh, 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 FaceTime on, on TV. All great. All around, I enjoyed the hell out of this segment. And it shows you how uh, the difference between SmackDown and Raw. Do you feel like Becky Lynch held her own against John Cena, too? More so, more than held her own. Right? More than held That's her own. That's how I felt. Like, you know, there Where are the a lot of people. the hell was this? There are years. a lot of. Yeah, I was going to say. There, and, and there are a lot of people who I think we. Not only it would happen with, but we've seen it happen with in the past where they're put up with the number one guy in the company, arguably. The Rock has been. The Rock has found himself wanting and seen at times promo to promo. Yeah. So to see Becky going back and forth was but, great. But, to, but 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 what I was gonna say is like you know a lot of times you'll see someone like who isn't at that level. Yeah. Getting that chance finally, yeah. and then they get there and it's like they didn't they didn't they, yeah, they didn't, didn't step up they, they didn't step up. Uh, they they if anything they kind of like showed where they are at yeah. you know and that doesn't happen. I'm not saying all the time, but you've seen it. You know you've seen it when someone gets up to like. They're getting the ball. They're like the ball's slowly being kicked over to them, and they're like, "Are you? What are you going to do with it?" And yeah. like Becky just like knocked it out of the park yeah. here. I mean, yeah. she just knocked it out of the park. I mean, like you said, it was very Stone Cold esque, yeah. where yeah. playing to the crowd, but also being a total dick, but in like a cool way. The fact that she was like, "I wasn't talking just about Charlotte on the posters. Right. I was talking about you too." You're like, "Oh." Damn, yeah. like Becky means Becky's serious, you know, and honestly, that kind of confidence is just like it's what wrestlers need to have. Mm-hmm. I mean, Becky really is going out there, and obviously, these things are written for her, or whatever, sure. but you gotta have some you gotta freaking balls to have yeah. to say stuff like that with confidence on television, and maybe not live this time, but it's it's in a live setting. Like, mm-hmm. you know, there's a lot of people watching you. And, and yeah, I mean, like, the, the Nikki Bell line knocked oh, out of the park. Oh, my God. You know, the, the, the I was coming for you, too type yeah. stuff. I mean, all that just played so well. 
being there in the ring with you know the 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 top guy of the past you know ten or so years in WWE longer like that that's a huge deal you know like yeah. and and she really did own it like yeah. I I also you know we talked about Almas and mm-hmm. we talked about um you know we 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 talked about if he uh you know if him losing and in the way he has been or him being kind of like used in the way he's been is kind of bad for his career but mm-hmm. i don't think it is like he's only in there with top talent yeah, right yeah, now yeah, sure. he's really he had sin car to start but really really been only mm-hmm. using him with top talent and regardless win or lose that's that's good for him he's like, getting to show his skills getting to show his skills what he can do with these guys they're getting yeah. that character over yep. you know they're, they're introducing him to the, they're, they're making the people dislike him more and more mm-hmm. uh those are all important things. You yeah. know, Zelina Vega's killing it. She really is. She's like, the fact that she's doing moves on Cena is a huge, yeah. crazy considering she's like 10, yeah. 5 feet tall or whatever, you know, and, 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 and all that. So, yeah, I loved this segment. I really felt like not only did it, was it awesome yeah. seeing Becky Lynch do that, but like even the match itself with Becky and John where she was kind of like slapping him in the chest and like, and like uh, you know, she didn't like even during the match when she he does like the the you can't see me yeah. or whatever the five knuckle shuffle and then when he does it he looked at her like into the you can't see yeah. me thing because in the spoilers you didn't really necessarily see why she did like didn't yeah. accept his handshake into the you can't see me afterwards but like I liked that it all made sense in the, in terms of the match and how it yeah. ended because like when he was doing it he looked at her and said you can't see me yeah. and then she said bitch I can't see you tossed him out of the ring and then won the match for the team like I thought that was great yeah. I was like man that's putting that's how you are get that's maybe not necessarily like the torch being passed but right. that's that's as good as you can get it in terms of like a male and a female yeah. like I think she, I mean, Cena put her over hard there Cena put her over hard yeah big time I mean yeah. even the fact that like he got over that she threw him out of the ring yeah, yeah. and offered the handshake and she still said no that was like a stone cold flipping someone off hell yeah move. like I mean the, the you can't I mean like I get it it's just like the women have largely been booked to not do stuff like that yeah. like you don't ever see like you know, John Cena offered like a Kelly Kelly a handshake. She's not gonna like yeah, you know. So it's right. cool. It's cool to see like badasses yeah. like being badass. And so yeah, I I love this segment yeah. so much. And I think that it really showed that Becky Lynch is the star of SmackDown now. Yeah, and it's it's interesting. And you know, you mentioned your girlfriend all the time watching some of this stuff. My girlfriend does not like to watch this stuff. She hates, she hates professional wrestlers. Not a fan of it. She thinks the women now are dressed like at times they're not dressed in a way that she finds engaging. Mm-hmm. But she likes Becky Lynch. She really? likes the way Becky Lynch looks because Becky doesn't come out there to train on her looks. No. Becky comes out there to fight. She's a beautiful woman. Yes, she comes out there to fight. She wears the shorts. She does wear those uh, the, the fishnets or whatever. She wears the hose. Like they all wear that stuff. Yeah. But like her look, her approach is completely different. Yeah. She's training in on her, her mic skills and her abilities in the ring, yeah. and that. Is is fun to watch, and that's, she stopped and she watched. And she goes, down, "Okay, that one, that one's good." And I was like, "All right, yeah, so, <laughs> that's pretty cool." Yeah, that's pretty rad. Yeah. I like when moments like that happen, where like oh, sure. someone who doesn't like wrestling sees something like that yeah. that, that everybody is interested. That, that, that is the wrestling audience is liking, yeah. and then you see someone who doesn't like wrestling go like, "Hey, that's cool." That's that that's that's yeah. important. That kind of stuff. Yeah, my, my ex girlfriend from years ago, her favorite was CM Punk. Like she didn't like anybody else but CM because of his tattoos and his uh, his mind my, uh, pipe bomb or what a mind bomb whatever all that kind of stuff she enjoyed that about him because he was so rebellious of what was it, what it was all about so yeah. yeah yeah every once in a while they grab him so yeah totally uh, yeah anyway it's, it's, it, all around like I enjoyed this then we get the intro of uh, AJ Styles we get a little we get a little background about AJ oh wait we should jump in and talk about this real quick uh, so uh, related to this match here with Becky and so. so there, now uh, there's a there was a backstage promo with uh, Oscar or scene uh, with Oscar and Triple H talking about how she's come far. Yep. Uh, who do you want to face? Uh, in steps Charlotte, looking like she wants it. Out of nowhere, Carmella and Carmella the made, return the return of Carmella, which I liked and the way it was done because R two is not with her. Yeah, and that's, then, right, that's my what I meant with the return exactly. of like return to the title scene. She's exactly. been gone, and then Becky walks in. So this is interesting now, and to have Oscar hold up the title and whatever. Are we going to get a triple threat match between these ladies to see who's going to fight? Because remember, it leaked that it was supposed to be Becky and, and Oscar, Oscar Rumble. but then that was all like weird. So do I you still think feel like, like we're going that way. Yeah. But, okay. But I I don't know, man. Like at the same time, like it makes sense to have Becky just win the Royal Rumble, so mm-hmm. you. I, I guess you put her in both. I guess you yeah. still have. I, that's what I feel. That's what I think they're gonna do. Yeah, I think they're gonna have her. That's my guess. Because Charlotte prediction. wants a piece of the pie too. Yeah, 
I think that she ends up that, that, that Becky ends up getting the title shot mm-hmm. at Rumble. She loses because of like Ronda again or, okay. or something or Charlotte. And out of anger, she enters herself in the Royal Rumble. <laughs> she wins the Royal Rumble because then you think like because everyone's like, "What? Well, Becky's not gonna be in the Rumble or whatever," you know? And they're all mad. So then when her music does hit in the Rumble, you're like, they're gonna lose their minds. Yeah. And Becky wins the Rumble and goes to wrestle Ronda Rousey. Do you think they'll change her music eventually? I that, thought that when she first turned heel. I was just saying because that oh, that's all stuff from when she first started, and there's it there's is. connections to what she was before. Yeah, if she's new, they even like if you go listen to the multiple iterations of the Rock's music, it has changed from the beginning to where it was to that yeah. last weird Hollywood one. But like, there's one quintessential one now, mm-hmm. but. Back then, there's multiple changes to it. Now, Stone Cold stayed the same, but he was always that character. I think there was, like, a little so bit wonder. of change. There was a few a changes. Too, Remember, because they added, like, that distur- – wasn't there, like, a disturbed version oh, for a minute yeah, right, that right, I right. hated? Right. Um, I want to say there was another one, too. Like, Taker's had American Badass, and he's had his regular one. Yeah. So there's, there's a – I think Becky needs a new song. I don't know what it is, yeah. but I think Becky needs a new song. The only thing I fear is that people do like that song. Yeah. The only thing I fear is that, like, what if she gets, like, a real shitty, like, Cesaro type theme song? Thing. You yeah. gotta test that out to you. Know for sure. That's a tough one, because yeah. that song doesn't piss people off. Right. So, <laughs> right. That's a good point. You know? Right, right. Um, I also liked about this segment, I liked that uh, it was like Papa Triple H with all his yeah. with all his women of NXT, you know? It was like all the successful That's women true. of NXT. It was like Oscar, Charlotte, Becky, um, not ba- Bailey and Sasha, obviously, really? but, but but for the most part, it was like it was like Papa Triple H and his, and his ladies, you know? I liked it, so that was cool. Me too. I enjoyed that. Yeah. Uh, and uh, another backstage segment here happened between AJ Styles and uh, Vince last yeah. week. Yeah. Well, Vince, take the hit. Forgot about that. God love Vince for taking that hit. But that was what beautiful. was that segment last week? I, I know it was weird. I, was, I, you need to, I guess they wanted to, once again, they want to change things. That's how you change it. You try something new. They wanted to bring out the real AJ Styles. Maybe they thought he's getting too comfortable, too soft, being a champion for so long. They needed him to come this, you know, bring this part of him out. Vince caused him to punch. And Vince is happy on the ground. I love that shot. That's just, Vince loves yes. getting punched. It's just great. And I, I so, had two theories. Okay. Well, first theory is that it's much more simple. First theory is that they just wanted something big to end the show that wasn't part of the spoilers, yeah. So that people would write stories on SmackDown during the holiday. Good point. My first theory, okay. More less tinfoil hat theory was that one. <laughs> Second theory is that I'm pretty sure AJ Styles' contract is up relatively soon. Oh my! I don't know the exacts, but I think I've heard that it's up relatively soon. Um, I think that he he had. Cause he, cause I forget the exact, but it's yeah, it's he, it's been like three years I think yeah, since yeah. he signed or something along those lines, and I think he signed a three year deal or something like that. Um, for some reason, it got extended a little bit, but I'm pretty sure, like I've heard, yeah, that's the rumor at least. Uh, I could see them trying to please AJ and make him think that he's even more of a uh, of a of a valued commodity mm-hmm. in WWE. Uh, because only the most valued commodities in WWE, for the most part, attack Vince McMahon or yeah. have a feud with Vince McMahon. Um, I more so have a feud with Vince McMahon. So I could see them maybe like, well, what are we going to do with AJ at WrestleMania if, if he's not champion? He's been champion on SmackDown for yeah. however long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we already did Shane versus AJ. Could we do Vince versus AJ? I, no. That's what I'm worried they're gonna get. That they're no. building toward. That, that's what. That's my fear. No, no, no. Is that this is like that they or like AJ and someone versus Vince and Shane or something like that at WrestleMania that they want like Vince in a match. Oh my god! At his age, I know it's scary to think. I know, I know. but why else would you do that? I guess. What else are you building towards? Like they don't want to turn AJ Styles heel, and you wouldn't really turn heel from beating up Vince McMahon. Anyways. Yeah, yeah, right. So like, unless. Unless Vince is trying to turn him heel by bringing out this uh, uglier side of him, this angrier side of him. But like you said, it's such a weird yeah, like, a Lana weird. situation where yeah. like, you wouldn't want – who wants heel AJ Styles? Like nobody wants yeah. heel AJ Styles. Like, yeah. I don't think that – I just don't uh, – we've had him for four years now. Like I don't think that there is – I don't think he's going to have some, like, Becky Lynch re- revival right. by turning heel. No, you I know? agree with that. He's already, like, one of the most popular people in the company. Yep. I don't think that he needs to turn heel. If anything, it's nice to have a little bit of one guy who's, like, a moral compass almost. Yeah. And that kind of feels like that's what been AJ's role. Yeah. He's, like, good family man who fights for the title. I don't know if I, we need to see, like, 
AJ Styles who beats up old men. Well, it's also confusing. Look, and, and you got to put this into context. So let's talk about the five-way match here between AJ Styles, Rey Mysterio, Randy Orton, uh, Ali, and, and Samoa Joe. They went at it. Styles wins this thing. If what Vince is doing, and, you know, of course, Shane confronting him in the back there was really funny, too. But if, if what Vince is doing is bringing out this uh, more uh, uh, animalistic, primal side of AJ, Who's the heel? Who's the face? That, when that he faces too. Daniel. See, like, exactly. Like, on Raw, yeah. when Triple H came out and did that with Seth Rollins, to me, that made a hundred. That made yeah. perfect sense. He has fallen away right. from what Triple H's Seth Rollins was when he was part of the authority. Right. All that made sense. And also, we all know that the dickhead Seth Rollins is the best Seth Rollins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We all know that. Mm-hmm. I've seen... I've watched Impact Wrestling when AJ was there. Yeah. I've seen heel AJ Styles. Heel AJ Styles is not as compelling. No, I remember when he bleached not. his hair like yeah. Ric Flair and all that stuff. I don't want to see that again. <laughs> I don't need I to see heel AJ Styles. He doesn't have the rhythms down for no, a heel. No, he's like a good guy. Yeah, like, he is. He's like family guy. He plays video games. And stuff, yeah. like on, uh, I, I know everyone's He's a down-home country guy. boy. Yeah, he's a down-home country boy. Yeah. Like they, they, it's, he, he plays well to every crowd. Yeah. Um, I, I just don't think everyone's like clamoring for a heel turn from yeah. AJ Styles. So, so I don't really understand the point of beating up Vince McMahon. I, I I actually – the match at WrestleMania is a little bit tinfoil hatty. I know. Yeah. I do think the actual reasoning was strictly so that something would happen that would get people talking during the holidays mm-hmm. when nobody's really talking about it because everyone was doing stuff with their families. So right. that, that's what I really think at the end of the day was the, was the point of all of this. Okay. Because even this week – I mean this week's match – or sorry, not the match. When he kind of like went in and talked to – Vince and Shane for a second, there wasn't really that much follow-up to it. Yeah. It was like he came in and was like, I'll do it again. And they were like, no, you won't. And then he was like, yeah, I like that. And they walked away. Like It was like a... You'd think if someone just punched you in the face yeah. and knocked you out, especially your boss, he'd be fucking pissed. Yeah. Oh my God, I was trying not to say the F word today. I did it. <laughs> but he'd be pissed. He'd be pissed. Two, you days, know? two days into his resolutions. Well, it's not a full resolution, but I'm just trying to get better at it. I just, I should probably not cuss as much on here so that little kid, for little kids that listen. I want to be a better role model. Good I want points. to tell you, say your prayers, eat your vitamins. Don't, I'll be the heel. You be pray. the face. I'll be the heel. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah. So Go smoke, I, kids. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I just, yeah, I just, yeah, I, I didn't understand the point of it. I don't yeah. think it really, the punch didn't really add anything. I will say this, though. The match this week that was the yes. main event. Oh, great match. Such a good match. Good match. It's cool. It, it, it was interesting to see Randy Orton in there with those guys. He mm-hmm. was like the one kind of like that you wouldn't the one that didn't yeah. fit when you when you list all those names together. Rey Mysterio. Even AJ though Rey's Styles. the oldest wrestler in there. So not even age-wise. Just more yeah. style yeah. than anything. You know, like Rey Mysterio, Samoa Joe, Mustafa Ali, AJ Styles, Randy Orton. Randy you Orton. know? Like, and Randy Orton's smooth, but I think that like... A lot of those guys, you know, are, are known for, you know, like yeah, more high, fan, fly high flying, yeah, fancy yeah. kind of things. And you got Randy Orton Even in Samoa. there. Even Samoa. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah. I, I, but, but he fit in there perfectly. He really did. He, he uh, meshed with all of them well. It was cool to see Mustafa Ali and Rey Mysterio mix it up. That was great. It was cool to see uh, more Smojo, AJ Styles again. Um, you know, I, just Mustafa Ali in general, it's cool having him in the main event mix right yep. now. Uh, I think that's, it, was, it was rad. Having that, um, you know, I think he, he took the RKO as well. And yeah. he, he, looked, he looked crisp. You can tell, like, he's excited to be taking oh, these yeah. legendary moves. He's like, what? You guys want me to in this five-way? Cool, you know? <laughs> so, like, yeah, you can tell, like, he's uh, he's he's coming to play. He's coming to show himself off. And I, mm-hmm. I, I like that a lot. I, I'm, I'm, I'm super into that. Yeah, I liked it as well. I thought it was a lot of fun, all the different styles. It felt like a ladder match without a ladder in it. <laughs> yeah, totally. That's what it felt like to me, you know? <laughs> yeah, totally. They tossed the switch and turns, and you needed that. And, and if this... My God, if this, you know, if there's any way to put Mustafa in a WrestleMania match like this, like an ensemble piece, that would be fantastic to watch. Because he shines, because he's, he's, and I say this, the mark of a good wrestler is being able to have chemistry with multiple different styles of wrestlers. And seeing him play off Ray's style versus Samoa's style versus Orton's style uh, versus uh, AJ's style, that was great. It was so much fun to see how adaptable he is. And so to me, this made me look forward to any uh, match he'll be involved in uh, going forward that is a group match as well. That, 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 that excites me. Absolutely. I also, while watching this match, thought to myself, like, they need to, like... I haven't fully formed this thought yet, mm. well, but it's been lingering since I watched this match. But, like, they need to do, like, some kind of, like, fun, 
like 205 live related thing where like not not put Rey Mysterio on 205 live right. permanently but it'd be cool if they did like a special month or something where like that's gotta be a little longer than a month some kind of special with Rey Mysterio to where the main event of 205 live every week is gonna be Rey Mysterio versus like all these cruiserweights oh, yeah. like Rey Mysterio versus Cedric Alexander Rey yeah. Mysterio versus uh, you know all the guys on 205 live just one by one I, I, I feel like there'd be solid main events and it would get people to kind of like go over to watch 205 live that have maybe tuned out of it or whatever like you'd watch 205 live for that sure. like if it was gonna be Rey Mysterio if you heard there was like some stellar match in Rey Mysterio and Cedric Alexander or, or, or any of those guys yeah, you know yeah, I, yeah. I, I just think that'd be cool if they could find a way to like do special Rey Mysterio matches on 205 Live mm-hmm. that they promote. That'd be cool. I'd be down with that. Absolutely. Uh, so, so it's going to be AJ Styles versus Daniel Bryan now uh, yeah. for the title. Yeah, and Daniel Walker, Bryan so. has to keep the title. Right. There's no way, right? right. <laughs> I really don't know. I'll be honest with you. I don't know. I mean, I love what they've been doing with Daniel Bryan. So you imagine so because AJ had it for so long. be weird to give it to him and then have him lose it again. That would be strange. But I guess what you do now, and I, you know, I hear your theories about this thing with AJ, but short term, it builds up the match. You get this idea of like, well, what AJ are we going to get? Like, what's going to happen? Unpredictable AJ. Yeah, unpredictable AJ. So you get at least that element going into this match. You're not sure what's going to happen. So, And I'm sure they'll keep pushing that forward before we get to WrestleMania. On the road to Royal Rumble. Uh, before we road get to Royal, on the road to WrestleMania, before we get to Royal Rumble. But I think they'll be pushing that all the way up to the Royal Rumble and see what. So you don't know what you're going to get, and maybe that, that unsettles Daniel Bryan. That wait, I thought I was the one that was shocking people. Now I don't know what to do with this guy who is unpredictable. So that's a lot of fun to see what you what match you'll get. So yeah, no, I like that. Who do you at this early early stage? Yeah, 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 yeah. Who do you foresee winning the Royal Rumble of the competitors? Yeah. Men's and women. The Rumble. Yeah. I agree with you on Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch for I women's think Becky Rumble. Lynch will win the Royal Rumble. Unless she beats Oscar for the title, then Charlotte will win the Royal Rumble. Okay. Then it could be anything at WrestleMania. Okay. It could be anything at WrestleMania. Okay. Um, with the man. Oh. We already did Strowman with the money in the bank. So that would be weird if he won. McIntyre? And he's wrestling McIntyre. Bra- you think McIntyre? McIntyre could win it. You know, I'm thinking Seth might win it. You think Seth? Yeah, they've kind of they've been kind of laying the groundwork for Seth. They have. Oh, yeah, yeah. I could see Seth winning it. Mm-hmm. I feel like Seth. Maybe Seth versus McIntyre at the end. And we kind of talked about it recently, where it was like maybe they're getting title off him to get him back in the main event yep. picture. Yep. And then this week on Raw with the Triple H saying like, "I want that." Yeah. One back. Yeah. That one main event at WrestleMania. Yeah. So like, I think that like, that that's my that's my guess right now. I think Seth Rollins. Seth and Lesnar at WrestleMania. Seth Lesnar, Becky versus Ronda, ending the show. Oh, damn. That's my guess. It's a good WrestleMania. It's not bad. Yeah. Glad I'm on the road to it. All right. Anyway, <laughs> there you go. That's the Collider Body Slam SmackDown Live recap. Let us know what you thought in the comment section below, as always. And Ryan, tell people where they can follow us. ProWrestlingSheet.com, at Wrestling Sheet on social media, YouTube.com slash C slash Wrestling Sheet. That's where you can watch the video of us. Uh, that's where you can watch Wrestling Sheet Radio as well every week and other various videos that I'm posting on our video page. So check that out. Also, if you just want to listen to the audio every week, check out Podcast One. You can subscribe via iTunes and just search for the Wrestling Sheet Radio feed. You don't have to put feed. It's Wrestling Sheet Radio. It'll come up. You subscribe there. You get the weekly recaps between my Roka and myself now that we're back. Wrestling Sheet Radio and some other stuff that I'll be working on that I'll hopefully have out there in the new year. So uh, make sure you guys follow us there. There you go. All right. And you can always find me at the Roka Says on Twitter and on Instagram. And yeah, let's talk wrestling. Let's talk Mean Gene. Let's talk all the stuff that's happening. Do you think I'm insane? Do you think I'm right? Let's keep doing it. And all elite wrestling, we're watching. We're definitely going to watch and see what happens. You're certainly monitoring it, uh, you know, for a pro wrestling sheet. But as a fan sitting back, I'm excited for this to see what can happen because any new promotions that come up with this kind of pedigree could be a lot of fun to watch and oh, it'll yeah. certainly motivate WWE to get even better. So that's always a good thing. All right. Thanks, everybody, for watching this week. We'll be back next week with Collider Body Slam Raw Recap. Have a good weekend. ProWrestlingSheet.com. Napa know-how. Get all the quality parts you need at your locally owned Napa. Because right now, when you order from Napa online, you can pick up curbside at your local store in just 30 minutes. Or get your order delivered direct to your door with free one-day shipping and over 160,000 quality parts when you spend $35 or more. Quality parts delivered quickly and safely. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. 
participating stores. Standard ground shipping and exclusions apply. Stay little chico, Pitbull, Mr. 305, better said Mr. Worldwide, and I'm here to tell you about my new podcast, From Negative to Positive, brought to you by my friends over at State Farm. I believe that to have success, you got to play the game so that the game doesn't play you. You know, the biggest risk you take is not taking one. It's very important that you make sure that you make the most out of your money, especially when it comes to insurance. State Farm offers surprisingly great rates. They have great agents standing by helping you personalize your coverage. All this is backed up by award-winning, easy-to-use technology. It's a great price with an even greater service. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.